All right. Well, this is uh, episode 18. So glad you guys can join us. 14 January 2021. Change the way you think. Change your life. Uh, Romans wow. 12 too. So, uh, so glad you guys can dial in. And uh, we're just excited to kick today off. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy to think that we're on our 18th episode, but it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking before we started that uh, we really do hope that this is um, empowering and uh, conveying care and loving, but we would be lying if we said we didn't really enjoy getting to do this and, and have fun doing it. So hope you have as much fun listening as we do producing. And I also want to throw Lori and Callie under the bus. Uh, we invited them today to do the intro and they did not want to do it. See, Tom and Tommy have fun doing this, and they have fun <laughs> mocking Callie and I being awkward in our headphones. I, I, I will say, and, and this is truth, and you can take this to the bank, and that is that uh, Lori is is truly the backbone of the care ministry, mm-hmm. and and Callie, we are so blessed to have her on this team. That's right. So, uh, all all joking aside, so uh, Tom, I, I understand you have a soft start for us, I, and uh, I, it's it's very soft because I couldn't <laughs> I yeah. couldn't figure out what to, to ask today or to do. So this is the best I could come up with. Uh, and I just want to hear any thoughts you have. It'll be fun. Uh, what, where did we get the name for the month that we're in now, January? Where did its name come from? And what do you think it means? January. I, I have a thought. Yeah. Honestly, I, this is just like, you know, I, well, my, my first thought was, you know, maybe this or that, but then I'm like, I'm going to go beyond my comfort zone and give you a thought. <laughs> uh, my, my thought is, and, uh, uh, is that it's some type of a, uh, Greek mythology. No, that was going to be my answer. You're Tom. getting really close. And that the really name close. has something to do with, uh, renewal or beginning Ooh, or start. Tommy. Yeah. You're getting really close. Let's hear from. So I'm sorry. <laughs> using what Tommy said, cause he's really close. Add on to that. Well, Greek goddess was my first thought. Um, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. January, like, I don't know. All I can think of in January is it's cold and miserable. Maybe maybe she was like a really old, cranky, haggard and goddess. Speaking of cold, that guess is very cold, Lori. Kelly? January makes me cranky. Um, my initial thought was not that. It was about a lady named Jan. So I feel wow. kind of embarrassed wow. to say that. I love that. I love that. I, I wish like, that was true. Oh, no. The so, only so, Jan so, I know is from The Office. That's I know it's so, yeah. so, so, so Tommy, person in the Tommy okay, wins know. for being closest. Okay. And I'm going to probably mispronounce this. Do not write in, call in, whatever you do. Uh, but if you it, do, send it to Tom. Right, right. But if you do, direct it to me. I think it's Janus, but it could also be Janus. But it is a Roman god. Ah. And it is beginnings, but also endings. So you were really close, Tommy. Okay. You had right. Greek and, and beginnings, but it's Roman and beginnings and endings. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was kind of cool because we we talk about resolutions we talk about starting a new year but i like that idea that it's it's also an ending that you've start you've started something new but yet the newness is over at that point yeah and now you're in now you're into it so anyway thank you for humoring me okay (laughs) i'll I'll brush up on my uh, uh calendar right right language so uh but yeah so today we're gonna uh we're gonna kick off on the there's a lot of um uh uh, this word is used in our in our culture today uh uh, many different um uh, mediums whether it be twitter or uh, facebook media 
um, the news, um, et cetera. Uh, I guess the media and the news are saying, but Hollywood, you know, we'll just throw that out there. Uh, friends and family. And, and the word is woke. And so we were talking about that. And we're like, uh, you know, first of all, we're like, what, what does this word mean? What, where did it come from? Uh, what, what is the meaning behind it? Um, how, how should it be used? You know, cause we, you know, if it's something that people are using, you know, we want to make sure we're meeting people right where they are. And so, um, so what is woke? Yeah. I, and to be honest with you, this is not a word that I typically use, but it is a word that I've been hearing more and more lately. And to show my own ignorance, I thought it was a new thing. When I started doing some research, I found out that it was actually first used in the 1940s and then kind of came around again in the sixties. And now we see it showing up again. And basically the concept is, um, that we want it, to, it symbolizes a being awareness, the being aware of social issues and movements. Like, like, don't you know what's going on? Don't you know what's happening around you? Mm-hmm. Um, are you, um, are you aware of, uh, you know? I, I think it came up a lot uh, over the summer with uh, the with some of the protests and things that were going on. But also, just we've been in such a heated political environment. And I think it's something being used by all sides of the political spectrum towards other people. Like, don't you get it? Don't you understand? How can you believe what you believe? You know, why are you coming from the angle you're coming into? And so this idea of um, woke or being awakened or waking up to the facts, I think there's a lot of ways we could apply this. And that's what I'll throw out to the rest of you um, before we go on with some of the scriptural uh, tie-in and stuff. What have you heard? How how have you heard this in context? Um, has it been... Um, has it been used against you? Has it been used for you? Have you used it yourself? I think just helping maybe some of our listeners that haven't heard this word or have only heard it on occasion and trying to understand it, uh, just talking about your own experience. Mm, I don't think I've had a lot of experience hearing this word. I think when I have, it's been, like you said, mostly to do with, with you know cultural issues right now. Like you said, both sides, all sides of anything say, get woke. Um, how could you possibly think the way you're thinking? And, you know, that comes from all different angles. Um, I've th- I think I've heard it also directed towards men and being in a more modern, you know, treating women um, more as equals, um, get woke to how you how we treat women. And um, so I've heard it in that context a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead, Callie. I feel like a lot of people, for those of you don't, who don't know me, um, I am around 22. So I am around a lot of slang and stuff like that for the most part. And um, I have heard stay woke like when I was in high school and stuff like that. Hmm. And it was really, yeah, based on social issues or just how somebody viewed a specific situation. Um, but it's not something I hear a whole lot now. But I do hear it still sometimes in that context. Uh, I, you know, uh, kind of with that. I mean, I, I I try to keep up. I'm I'm unfortunately not 22 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but we love uh, the Cali uh, brings a very fresh perspective uh, into the care team, so we're very thankful for that. Uh, I I know for me, like I've I've heard it used um, in a wide variety of uh, uh, different instances by different people uh, on you know from different perspectives, and I honestly. Um, before I did a little research today, uh, leading into this, I, I really wasn't really familiar if I'm being honest and maybe that's my ignorance is where it really came from, how it got there, what the meaning is behind it. Uh, and, and it seems to me like it, it's always been in that social 
sociology type of uh, uh, environment, if you would. And a couple things I, I, I came across, and, and I'm not sure if this is truth or not, but this is something I came across uh, preparing for this was, I guess there was like a, a song that some people refer to back in like 2008 where this word woke was used. Mm. And I came across a, a New York times article in 1962 where this, uh, the same um, phrase was used. Well, so. I, I think maybe the takeaway there is just that this isn't a new concept. Yeah. Uh, I think there's nothing wrong with encouraging one another to be educated, to kind of wake up and look around and, and uh, you know, not to bury your head in the sand, but to be involved with what's, what's happening currently. I think where it becomes negative or detrimental and maybe even opposed to what we stand for as Christians, when we sort of make an idol of current political movements, um, current current um, struggles and, and um, you know, whatever's going on in the world we can get so caught up in that we lose our eternal perspective. And so we looked up several scripture uh, scriptures that talk about waking up that um, and, and kind of the way I look at a lot of things in life is a lot of it originated with wisdom and literature in the scriptures. And then it kind of gets a life of its own. And every once in a while we need to stop and pull these things back. Mm-hmm. And so I think God really um, initiated this idea of waking up. And I'm going to read Ephesians 5.14. And I know the team's got some other scriptures they may want to share as well. But this scripture says, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Mm-hmm. And this idea that if, if, we're, if we're not aware, if we don't know Christ, if we don't have our, our living and being in him, we're essentially dead. But furthermore, it is equating that relationship with God, with looking to God, as looking to the light, and that the light will encourage us to wake up, to become aware, to become aware of God's presence in our life, to become aware of the Holy Spirit living in and through us and empowering us, and that this definition of being woke or awaking is much more important and much more impactful and eternal, whereas everything that is a struggle right now, all the, all the, all the people that are living are going to die. All, all of the issues that are issues now will not be an issue in a year, two years, 10 years. All these things are fleeting and temporal. God is forever. His salvation is forever. Our life with him in heaven is forever. And I, I, so this isn't to say it's not important to be up on current events or to know where you stand politically and to, to have strong convictions. But more importantly, are we awake to Christ? Are we, are we living uh, as citizens in the eternal kingdom. Yeah. Well, and, and, uh, I know you and I were talking as a team and we were talking, uh, you know, in, in preparation for this, I, I, I honestly, uh, went to my, my, my small library that I have, uh, pulled out a handful of books, uh, that, uh, I remember going through this, uh, similar topic in seminary. And, uh, so I, I, one of the books I, I, I love to reference, uh, in, uh, for many things, uh, for many times is this book called masterpiece. And, and in the book, book masterpiece, it talks about, you know, who are we, uh, you know, in, in God's eyes, you know, uh, it talks a little about how we, we are all flawed. Uh, and, you know, and that goes back to even scripture like Roman three or, or, uh, you know, how, how Christ is, you know, uh, is able to, to, to come in and impact us, you know, and, and how that the, in becoming more Christ-like, you know, when we look at things like John three sixteen and 17 and how he takes, 
uh, takes our masterpiece, our, our, our artwork, if you would, uh, for just a visual and how he shapes it. You know, when, it, when we talk about Second Corinthians 3.18, from one degree of glory to the next. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you know, the really good work, the, the really good good news, the ultimate good news, too, is that, you know, we're a finished portrait, you know, and we see things like, you know, we go through the Galatians, like 5.19-24, and it starts with, the uh, when it starts with the uh, the works of the flesh and the verses, which is where we are, and then with Christ though, uh, in in the the fruits of the spirit, you know we we can have uh, you know love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control, and, and against those things or against uh, those things there are no laws against them. So. When we talk about caring for people, because that's why we have this podcast, why we do what we do, or in the care ministry, um, there's a a really kind of a tight correlation between this idea of waking up and awareness and recovery, Uh, specifically talking Mm -hmm. about our Celebrate Recovery program. And um, the first three steps have been summarized in the 12-step program as came, came, which is showed up, came to, which is woke up, and came to believe. And, um, even today I was counseling with somebody and we were talking about, we can't really give something to God if we're not aware of what it is. And so God invites us to wake up to what is the reality about ourselves. And Mm -hmm. that's not to have a stick to beat ourselves up with. We don't, we don't identify issues that we have things that God needs to help heal in us in order to beat ourselves up. But if we want to get better, if we want to step into the life that that God has for us, then we have to expose those things to the light. And we can't do that if we're not awake and aware. Yeah. And so I think this invitation throughout Scripture to wake up um, is uh, I almost picture like waking my kids up for school or mm-hmm. preparing them for a fun day of where we're going to go and do something. They can't enjoy that while they're still sleeping in their bed. They have <laughs> yeah. they have to they have to wake up. They have to be clear, uh, headed and ready to go. And and I and I picture our heavenly Father, you know, just kind of shaking our shoulder and going, you know, you've been asleep, you've been unaware. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to wake up to get going. Um, and in that sense, I think if we're telling each other to be woke, to wake up, to be aware, that that's a very loving invitation. Yeah. I think sometimes in the temporal. Um, version of that when we're talking about social issues, it's actually more of a challenge mm-hmm. and can yeah. and can be detrimental to relationship, detrimental to getting along with one another. And so I'm just encouraging the folks listening today to our podcast to think about using this word or not using this word and what context are you using it? Again, are you thinking in a worldly mindset, a fleshly mindset, or are you mm-hmm. thinking in an eternal mindset? Because again, there are things that impact our world that don't have a lot of impact going into eternity, that don't have a lot of impact in regards to someone's relationship with Jesus. Where is our focus? Lori, you look like you want to say something. Yep. Oh, I was just earlier when you were talking about um, Ephesians 5.14 and waking up to the light of Christ and you just you know mentioned your kids and waking them up for you know an exciting part of the day. Um, the vision that I had in my head was I'm not a morning person by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> morning is hard for me. Um, and sunlight is something I just love. I love to be outside. I love to be in the sun. And it is something that helps me naturally wake up. When I have to wake up in the dark, mm. it's just, it's not okay for anybody, honestly. But but I love that visual of 
waking up with sunlight coming through the window and, you know, comparing that to the light of Christ waking us up and we, we get a little hint of it and then it just gets brighter and brighter until we, you know, we have that moment of, okay, I kind of get it now. So that, that was yeah, kind of I what like I was that. thinking. I, I, I know the one thing I, I think about too is, um, uh, you know, when I, when I think about being, uh, awakened or, uh, maybe illuminated, uh, you know, uh, I, I think back to the, the, the Ten Commandments, and I think back to, you know, th- there, there's been a lot of different analogies I've heard. You know, like one most recently was the the idea of the ten, using the ten, the ten Commandments as like a mirror, and you look into the mirror and you see, hey, these are things that uh, that I need to work on uh, to become more Christ-like. And so you become awoken, you you become aw- awakened, if you would, excuse me. And uh, and so just just understanding that you know that there is so much value in you know a, a, as Christians, the best thing we can do for uh, ourselves personally, that the, the best thing we can do for our relationships, you know, as we, as we love God and love others is to focus on becoming more Christ-like. And so mm-hmm. as, as I look back and, and, and that wasn't my words, that was another, somebody I heard say a long time ago, just, you know, for anything, you know, marriage, uh, uh, dating, you know, like the best thing you can do is become more Christ-like for that person. But, you know, as I'm thinking like, how do I do that? You know, and and it's like, well, this is the law, and 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 we're not saved by the law. You know, praise God, we are saved by grace through faith. But but the law is helpful. Uh, another pastor I heard say one time, he goes, it's kind of like doing an, an MRI. Like you can go and you can go get an MRI if you're if you're uh, battling cancer to get you know to analyze what the situation is, but it's not going to heal you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's but but it's good to help you become aware to uh, to become awake to what is actually happening. That's good. And and in that context, I think it is good to be to woke to social issues. Mm-hmm. You know, as as Christians, while we want to have a heavenly kingdom mindset, we don't want to be so unaware of what's happening around us that we're out of touch because yep. that might uh, talking with someone about current issues, current events, uh, political patterns, political parties might actually give us a chance to share the gospel. Oh yeah. And if yeah. we're uninformed and we're ignorant about what's going on, uh, we really have then isolated ourselves. And I always, I maybe overuse it, but I really like the idea of being in the world, but not of it. Yeah. We have to be in the world. We, we live with other people. We should, that's the only, those are the folks that need to hear about the gospel. Yep. So we can't isolate ourselves and hide somewhere and become like a cult. We have to be open and, and part of that is being woke. Part of that is understanding what's going on. But there's a deeper awakening, uh, a deeper spiritual reality that as Christians we should also be aware of and be living from. And therefore, that will always, uh, um, I hate to use the word, so I won't. <laughs> I was going to say Trump. No, though that, that will always no. be over the social idea of being woke. I couldn't think of a better word. Don't no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know, one, one thing I'm, I'm thinking too, you know, as, as we were prepping for today was uh, the importance of communication and communicating effectively. Mm. And, and one of the, one of the, the passages I was, I was reminded of was uh, Psalms nineteen fourteen. let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Mm-hmm. And so in, in everything, you know, uh, you know, we, we know that tensions are high and, 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 you know, you know, the tensions have been high for a while and, and it was just really amplified this summer and, and, uh, you know, in, in many ways, tensions are still high. And so we just want to encourage to, to focus on communication and, and, and communicate, uh, and, and, and let our, our, the, the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable 
in the sight of God and be in honor and glorify him. And one thing I remember studying in seminary, I had to, I had to pull it up to remind myself was, uh, there's a book called leading with cultural intelligence and improving our CQ, our, our cultural intelligence. And, and I, and I'm just going to really briefly go through this. Uh, the, the one thing I thought was really interesting that I, I didn't notice in the beginning when I, when I, when I read this book a few years ago, but it talks about, you know, uh, focusing on what is your drive? What is your motivation to improve your, your cultural intelligence? Uh, what is your, what is the knowledge that you have? What are, what are the things we know that are true? You know, what are the cultural differences and how does that, how does that become an influence? How does that influence, you know, your knowledge and then your strategy? So plan, how, how do we plan? How do we effectively put these things together uh, in light of these differences? And then the last step, you know, up to this point, there's no action. It's all fact finding it. You know, it's, it's, it's seeking with the intent to understand what's happening and understand the situation before seeking to be understood mm. like the seven habits of effective or seven habits of highly effective people. Those are steps. A lot of people yeah. skip, I think. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, and so the last step is action and that's where you actually adapt your behavior to function effectively. And so I just, I, when I read through that, I was like, man, I was like, I totally forgot how good that is, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, I, this is maybe the most controversial I'll be today, but I'll, I'll just say this cause I think it's important. And that is, let me encourage you, and I'm encouraging myself at the same time. i got three fingers pointing back at myself. Know all sides. I think sometimes when we say you need to be woke, what I really mean is you need to see it my way. Yeah. Or if yeah. you were really mm-hmm. aware and awake, you would see it my way. Right. And I think, I think for me, it's good for me to understand that that I'm, I have my opinion for a reason. It's my opinion. I'm going to think my opinion's right or it wouldn't be my opinion, but it is at the end of the day, just that my opinion most of the time. I mean, if it's biblically grounded, it's fact, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That on, on political issues, especially I can be really strongly convicted, feel really, really strongly one way that doesn't make it a fact. And so if I really want to be woke, I'll know I'll know all aspects of an argument. I will know all sides of an issue. So let me encourage you as I'm encouraging myself. Let's get educated. Let's educate ourselves. Let's not speak out of passion only and out of ignorance, but let's really be woke. Let's really be aware. Let's do the studying we need to do to be able to speak intelligently on all aspects of a situation. Yeah. Callie, you're talking way too much. So I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, I just want to kind of get your input, your thoughts. I mean, I, I know we we only got a few minutes left, but I just wanted to, um, you know, give you the opportunity to 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 speak what's on your heart. Yeah, I think there's just so much um, to this topic, and it's hard to kind of distinguish just one thing. I feel like I've, my mind's been all over the place just hearing you guys talk about it. Um, I just feel like this is a topic that's pretty hard for a lot of people. And I think especially where we live in a culture where everything is so opinionated and it's like, if you don't agree with me, then you are wrong. Kind of like what Tom was saying, not saying you're wrong, Tom, just saying. (laughs) I've been wrong before Callie. Um, So what she is saying, (laughs) sorry. But yeah, I think there's just so much to this topic and I think it's something that it's not easy to have conversations with people about things you can disagree on because it can create a lot of tension or confusion or even just drive a wedge between you and another person just for stating um, what you believe is right, even if it is biblically grounded because some people don't view things that way. So 
it's just a really hard time in our culture, I think. Tommy, before you uh, take us out in prayer, I'd like to read one more scripture. Yeah, I've got a short one too. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, 1 Thessalonians 5, 5 through 6. Um, This is the English Standard Version. Uh, For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. And sober, I was taught, means soundness of mind. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I really think this is, um, I take this as a command. I take this as uh, God telling me that I've got a responsibility, that even if others around me are sleeping, that I'm to be aware and awake, that I have a maybe as a Christ follower, as a son of the Most High God, that I have a high responsibility to help maybe bring the light to others, to to help others wake up and to do it in a manner that speaks to them. You know, I have I have one kid at home that I can whip the door open and go, man, you got to get out of bed. And then I've got one kid that I've got to go in and I've got to gently move his shoulder and go, you know, come on, buddy, it's time to go. So we have that responsibility of not only being awake, but helping others to wake up Mm -hmm. and to do it in a manner that is fitting to that person. I am convinced that that you are reading over my notes, (laughs) which is impossible because Tom's about six feet away. Uh, But no, I I really like that. And I was, uh, you know, one thing I was reminded of, and I just kind of, uh, as a, before I read the scripture is that, you know, s- some of us who are listening, praise God, are believers and you guys are on the journey. And so we're just so thankful for that. But there's other folks and they're falling away or, uh, or they haven't dove in for a while. Uh, and, and we just want to say we're here for you. Uh, others may not have engaged with Christ at all. Maybe, maybe you visited a church and you've, uh, you, you felt like, you know, let, let, I'll just throw a few things out there. Maybe something was preached that they, uh, that they didn't practice. Maybe you didn't feel invited. Maybe you didn't feel welcome. Maybe you just didn't feel like it was home. And, and it's, if any of that's your story or if, or if anything else, I just want to say our heart is breaking for you and, uh, and, uh, and you are not alone. And that's, that's certainly not the, uh, the gospel. And so, uh, but the, the good news is, uh, the gospel is, is in, on that note is that it's for everyone and everyone is yes. welcome. It doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter what what language you speak. It doesn't matter. Uh, and, and I'm reminded of that in, in Jesus's words. And, and I love the parable of the lost sheep. And so I'll briefly read that. Uh, so he told them this parable, he being Jesus. And so Jesus says, and it's written, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not love the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Mm-hmm. And I know as a staff, we, we've been talking about some of our key lines of effort, you know, to, to, to serve uh, the people in the church in Southern Indiana and across the globe and some of the, 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 the key strategies that we're focusing on. And one of the strategies uh, is going for the one. And we want to say that uh, we want to go for the one uh, regardless of your background, history, ethnicity, uh, race, gender, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, as we pray it out, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Thank you all for dialing in. Thank you for, for spending time with us. Thank you for, uh, for your faith and, and thank you for your faithfulness. And so, uh, as we go to God in prayer, uh, just remember that prayer is primary and that we want to turn to that and we want to pray without ceasing. 
Uh, Father God, we thank you for today. God, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for sending Christ to die for us. Um, God, we thank you for 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 Christ and, and coming for us. Uh, uh, you know, uh, every day. Uh, and, and God, we just uh, we just pray that that we lift up uh, uh, the name of Jesus as high as we can. Uh, God, we pray that we we. Uh, in everything we do, uh, we, we, we build uh, our plans, our ideas, our thoughts, um, our, our, our messages on your word and your word alone. Uh, God, we know that there's uh, a tremendous amount of tension out there right now uh, around language, around events, uh, around things that we see here or, uh, or, or, uh, or that, that we just are, 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 are brought to us. Um, God, and so we just we just lift up those. Uh, we lift up our uh, uh, the people in the church. We lift up this team. We lift up the staff. We lift up the members of Northside, the, the folks in our community, and all those across the globe. And God, we just pray for comfort. We pray for peace. Uh, we, uh, we we just pray that you help them see that you are there. You are not. You have not left them. Help them focus on the unseen, and give us the strength and the courage the wisdom and discernment uh, to follow your will every step of the way. God, we, we want us, we want to empty out our will and we want to be filled with your will at every turn. God, we love you. And we just pray that in everything we do, we bring glory and an honor and praise to you alone. And it's in Christ's beautiful name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you guys again for dialing in. Uh, you know, just so thankful you guys can glad, thankful and glad you guys could join us uh, every se- every Thursday morning at seven a.m. Uh, to catch this episode or others, either on Amazon Music, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can all, also go to mynorthside.com/care for additional resources. Love you guys, and can't wait to see you next week.